Hi, welcome to the Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. This podcast is to inspire, support, and build community for mothers raising children with autism. I'm Bridget Shipman, the host and creator of the Mother's Guide Through Autism. This podcast has been inspired by my son, Joseph, who has been living with autism for the past 30 years. Hey, podcast listeners. My book, Mother's Guide Through Autism, co-authored with my son, Joseph, is now available for purchase on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Order your copy today and please leave a review to help spread the word. See you there. Today on a Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast, I'm going to be interviewing Karen Thomas. Karen has been featured on ABC, CBS, Fox, NBC, CW, and more. She was recently featured on the Donna Drake TV show, Live It Up, and is also an honorary member of the International Association of Top Professionals and has been awarded as the Top Specialist of the Year in Autism 2020. Welcome to the show, Karen. Welcome, Karen, to Mother's Guide Through Autism. I'm so excited to have you. We just did a little chat before we hit the record button, and I can already tell this is going to be a life-changing interview for a lot of uh, the listeners out there, whether you are a parent, whether you are a teacher or a grandparent or just anybody that knows somebody Uh, that is on the autistic spectrum, this is going to really enhance and give you lots of knowledge and hope. So I'm going to dive in. Karen, would you give us your background and tell us how you came to work in the field and just about your story, how you got here? Right. (laughs) How did I get here? Uh, It is interesting. I think, you know, when the universe sends you lemons, you make lemonade, right? Um, My son was diagnosed with autism uh, 17 years ago. And um, we we started taking him to therapists when he was five. And just because we knew something's up, there's this, you know, he was getting in trouble in preschool and then kindergarten. I mean, (laughs) and, you know, he couldn't focus in a classroom when he's really brilliant. And he had sensory overload issues and anxiety and OCD and tantrums. And it was just this chaotic behavior and he wouldn't listen to us. And no matter how we, what we did to try and, you know, do discipline, he just wouldn't respond. And we thought something is going on here. Well, we started taking him to therapists. One after the other said it was us as parents that we weren't being stern enough with consequences. And if we were, you know, more strict, he would, he wouldn't behave that way. So I like to tell everybody that part of the story, because if you're a parent parenting a child with autism, you get the looks in the stores, you think, you know, you, you have people blaming you. It's not your fault. And uh, so we, you know, continued our search. We thought, no, something else is going on here, you know, and that mothers or the parent gut instinct always follow that. And I thought, I'm going to figure out what's going on here and how I can help him. And so uh, it was five years later, he was almost 10 years old. We went through this for years. And finally, this one therapist said, you know, I think he has autism. And 
at the time, so my background is I'm a craniosacral therapist of over 30 years. It means I study the brain. I work on the bones of the head to balance the brain. So I had a lot of knowledge about the brain, but I didn't know that much about autism. Again, this was 17 years ago. And I said, you know, I know a little bit about it, but not that much. And he even said, honestly, he said, I don't have much information for you, you know, to, to be able to, you know, give you guidance and what to do. You'll have to research it on your own. And fortunately, that weekend, that next weekend, I was going up to, I live in California and I was going up to Cal State Berkeley uh, to take a craniosacral course in Berkeley. And um, it's a large college town. So they have a lot of bookstores because the town I was living in at the time, I went into a bookstore and they didn't have any books on autism. And I walked in, I know, I walked yeah. into this bookstore and I, it was a small corner bookstore. And I said, do you have any books on autism? And she said, yeah, actually the owner's son has it. So we have a couple. And I was just like, oh, thank, thank God. I, I went, I, the first book I pulled off the shelf, it was like, I was reading about Jacob and I thought, oh my gosh, this is what's going on for him. And you know, it's a spectrum. So no two are exactly the same. And I thought, okay, well, he has this and this and this, but he doesn't have this and this, but he has this. So he had enough of it that I thought, and it talked about the spectrum and how each is so different. Um, but there are these general signs. So I went home and um, my son and a friend's son, and now we're in first grade, uh, who we, had, we knew each other as moms on the playground, and she, her son had autism. And our sons were the two that would always get in trouble in class and we'd be called in by the teacher. And and so um, we you know, got to know each other and the kids would play and I knew her son had autism. And so I went and she happened to be a pediatric neurologist. <laughs> wow. So, just by chance, right? So I said, yeah. you know, Debbie, who did you see for a diagnosis? And so she told me about this specialist that lived over the hill about 25 minutes away, make an appointment. So I did that, went through the process. And sure enough, you know, after, you know, they do all the things they do, the tests and stuff. She said, yeah, he, he has autism. And, you know, you go through that whirlwind of emotions. There's the the shock, the grief, the the relief in a sense too. Like, oh, we have an answer. So we'll go, okay, what do I do? And she basically said, I really don't have much information for you. You can try social and behavioral therapy. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is what parents are getting. And, you know, you're desperate too at that point. So I tried the social behavioral therapist that she recommended, who was supposed to be very good. Well, that woman told me I should be drugging him, that I was doing a disservice to him to not drug him. And, you know, uh, that, you know, he really, he, it would make his life better. And I thought, okay, I have this holistic background of <laughs> over 30 years now. I studied the brain and I know for a fact it can heal if you get, if it has the support it needs or find out what is going on first, because I'm all about naturally relieving the causes of things, not just masking symptoms, especially with dangerous drugs. So I thought, well, what else can I do for him? So I started to see various practitioners of all kinds and therapists and things. And I quickly found out that there was really nobody who knew what to do. And, you know, I'm spending a lot of time and a lot of money jumping around here and there. And I know that there are parents listening right now who that is their story still today because it's yes. still happening. And these practitioners don't really know what to do. And they'll say, well, let's try this or that, or they'll hand a handful of supplements. You go home and your child goes, gets worse on them anyway. So 
um, he was in this therapy therapy at one point and he, he looked at me and he said, mom, I want to, but I can't, how come I can't? And it just broke my heart. I thought, how come he can't? And I thought, you know, this is getting to the point where I, I was just like, I want answers and it's obviously up to me to figure it out. And I'm one of those people that, you know, I'm going to figure it out. And this was my son. I would have done anything. So I began the research on my own and I started trial and error and implementing various strategies. Of course, there's diet and there's all the detoxification and the all of these various things. When you poke around the internet and you're researching and reading hundreds of books, there's so much information that you have to trial and error to figure it out. Well, I did that and it took me a decade. But today, my son no longer has his symptoms of autism. He has graduated college. He's calm. He's happy. You wouldn't even guess that he used to have the tantrums and the behavior that he once had. Those are all gone. He has friends. He's living away on his own with his with friends right now. Uh, and he has a happy, healthy, and fulfilling life. And he is brilliant as most kids with autism are. And now he's able to literally share his gifts with the world where before he couldn't. So my goal is to, when I, I figured this all out and got such success with him, I thought I've got to share this with other parents who are also searching. And so I first wrote my book and I, and that was very successful. And people said, this is wonderful, but I'm so stressed out. Can you, and overwhelmed, can you just tell me step-by-step what to do and how to do it. So I did that. I created an online program that is now branched out into over 40 countries worldwide. And parents are having phenomenal success with it, which is what I'd always hoped for. Because, you know, we think it happened for me and with my son, will it work for everybody else? And I, you know, it took me a long time to really figure it out, how to lay it out and to support those parents as they're going through it as well. Um, to give a defined roadmap because the time and the energy and the lack of results and the the expense are what I want to help reduce and even eliminate to some point to get them the results that they can get if they know what to do correctly and so that their children can have better lives. Yeah, what an amazing story. And it is filled with just tons of hope, knowledge, and inspiration, which is what this podcast is all about. And you're at age 10, your son was diagnosed. So when somebody's out there listening right now, and I know sometimes female like girls are are diagnosed a little bit later and in there, I, I believe it's a misconception. So I would love your input. It doesn't matter what age your child is diagnosed, the, the, the brain can continue to to heal and change. And you have this amazing program that we're going to get into. So, so if somebody's listening and they go, Oh, but my child is 15 or whatever, does mm-hmm. that matter? No, it can. The brain is, has plasticity. It, it can heal. It can improve. There is so much you can do at any age. And whether you have been on this journey for years or you're brand new to it, just know that there now you have a path to follow. And there, I have parents who, uh, the oldest one I know who has, has been in the program, the mom was working with her son who was 42 years old. Um, there's one, her name is Sophilia. Her son is 39 years old. And if you go onto naturallyrecoveringautism.com, my website, and you click on the testimonial page, 
You can hear from some of them who have actually done videos for me. Many are private and prefer to we we give some of the success stories, as I call them, uh, yeah. in text version with initials, and others have shared uh, in a in a short video. And so those are there on that page for anybody to go listen to right now. And it's important to know that, like Sophia's son was thirty nine, and she's having great success. There's one mom, her name is also Karen, and she is on that page where you can listen to her share it herself. Her son was 27 years old when she found me, and she had tried for decades to get her son to be verbal and to help him. And she had tried so many things over the years and nothing had helped him. When she found me, he had only two word sentences. And she basically says it was nonverbal within less than two months in my program. Her son is not only talking, but reading books with her and he's 27 years old. Now, if she had given up, she never would have realized or found the answers that she needed and was looking for, but she kept going. And that's what I find most parents will do is they will keep going and find the answers. And and thankfully, Karen did that. And now her son is improving so much. So I have children from all ages in the program and uh, parents are getting success with them. So it's really nice to see and to give, you know, you hoping if you're listening to this now and your child is in their 20s or 30s, know that they can improve. I always say everybody's level of recovery is different. And the definition of recovery is to regain health. But I have parents who they were told by specialists that their son or daughter would want to, we were told they would never, my son would never, ever speak. And she's now he's speaking, she says, endlessly. She says, we're mesmerized by his speech. And he's always inquisitive and asking questions. This is a child who was told, the parents were told he would never speak. Many who were getting D's and F's in classrooms and couldn't focus or concentrate are now getting the A's and B's that their brain is capable of doing if all of those toxins and inflammation and things are out of the way. And so, you know, sleep and calm behaviors, you know, many of them, some of the, some, some people with autism, some kids especially can be very, they can become even violent. And there are answers for this too. And so, you know, now some of those parents are like, oh my gosh, my child is so calm and relaxed and happy again. And, you know, that's, that's why I do what I do. I mean, whatever the best results and the best possibilities are for your child, you'll find them if you have the A to Z, which is what I do in my program. Nothing important gets left out as they do in most programs. It's online. You do it from your own home. But that is the point is to be so to be thorough. It's not just about diet, although diet is very important, very, very important. And we have to heal the gut, support the detoxification pathways before we can really move forward. But we do all of those things naturally and safely. And so that's why you can get results is that we, you know, we need to cover everything. And um, parents, like I said, who have been on the journey for years or even decades are learning things that they never knew before. So I just can streamline it for them and shorten the timeline and the process and the expense of really the trial and error and trying to figure it out for yourself. Yeah, for parents listening out there, I know they're they're thinking, all right, I want to know, like, <laughs> we have motivated all of you listening out there, right? So um, you find out your child. Um, so we know this works for all ages, which I think is very important. 
But let's say we find out, I just found out that my child is on the spectrum. What are some of the first few steps that I need to take? Well, what I usually say is the very, very first step and the most important one is to get the diet right. And I know there's a lot of picky eating and the transitioning can be difficult. But if you know, I have a, a, a free download that anybody can go get right now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods, uh, just the number seven and foods with no spaces in between. And if you go to that link, then it will, it's also right there on the homepage of my website. Um, but you can, you can get the free download to eliminate the top seven most inflammatory and toxic foods. And by doing that, um, you'll be able to, to kind of wean your child slowly off of them because they're usually very much addicted to those, especially wheat and dairy. The proteins in um, wheat and dairy are, are gluten and casein. So a lot of people have heard about the gluten-free, casein-free diet, but even parents that say, oh, I've had my child on a great diet for years, they, they always learn more from me. And these are, this is, these are just the top seven foods in this guy, but they are the place to start for simplicity because I know it can be overwhelming and we need to do one thing at a time. And uh, there is a way to help transition for the picky eaters. But really, if you start slowly and again, slowly, because they are literally addicted to these foods, slowly eliminating more and more of these foods from your child's diet then you over time can see usually some changes. Now there is more to do uh, and I do free events and I do uh, other events and I have programs that I, that I offer. So there is definitely more support. So don't worry. It's not just going to leave you hanging. Um, but I do offer a, a lot to, to help, you know, further you on that and that path and go deeper in it and get better results. But right there is the best place to start. Um, with that, with that guide and that, and the diet. Yeah, that's really important to know because, you know, when I coach moms, the, well, I haven't coached a mom yet that isn't overwhelmed and totally stressed out. Right. Right. So we're all about finding answers for our kids. And it's just like, oh my gosh, um, what do I do? Tell me exactly, exactly what you said. Tell me exactly what to do and I'll do it. But if I, there's there's so much stress and time restraint. And of course, most of us also have other kids. And so you add all that stuff to it. So I love that. I love that you have that. Um, what is your, your best advice for anyone who's listening out there that is on this autism journey? What's, what's your best advice for moms? My number one thing to say would, would be to never give up. Just don't give up. I know how hard it can be and that the support isn't always there. Uh, you know, and, you know, help support yourself on this journey. You need mindset. I do. You, I've got resources on my website for podcasts that I've done even on mindset and things that can help calm and things like that, because it's not just for the child, but the parent needs the support as well. And uh, the, the journey can get very challenging uh, depending, especially on the level of of um, you know that your of severity that your child is on the the spectrum, but for anybody, you know, parenting is hard enough. <laughs> just yeah. with any child, <laughs> but yeah. to have a child on the autism spectrum, unless you have had a child of your own on the autism spectrum, those people, nobody really, really knows what it's like. And 
I do, as you do, Bridget. And, you know, it's important to understand that you're not alone and there are helpful resources and there is support available. So keep an open mind and keep looking. And if anything I have offered to offer helps you, then I'm grateful for that opportunity. It's why I do what I do. I want to be able to share everything that I learned so that you can get the help and support you need and get the results that you're looking for for your child as well. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you anymore. Everything. um, I just keep nodding my head. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, So the the biggest lessons that I'm hearing you say is not to give up. You have made this awesome guide, right? There's um, a free one. If we'll go to your website, which we're going to repeat that, don't worry anyone. Um, Is there anything else that you want our listeners to know that is important before we get into how they can find you and find this, this guide and, and, and get started? Well, I think, I think we've, we've, we've covered it. Just know that there's, you know, um, it's important to have the A to Z have the support. And I think from somebody who's lived through it, and it's why I also share the success stories on my site, because you want to know that that what somebody has shared with others has actually worked for others and not just them. Um, you know, because I want you to make sure that you are saving yourself the time and the resources with wherever you get help. You want to know maybe what what somebody's, you know, success levels are, even if it's an MD. Well, well, how how many children have they really helped? What kinds of changes have they seen? I mean, really know that there is there is some sec- success there. They because otherwise, you know, you you just end up spinning your wheels. I, you know, I've heard of some of them say, "Well, let me take a shot at it." I'm like, a shot at it? You know, like, well, yeah. that's not very encouraging. <laughs> and um, you know, and they're well, let's try this and let's try that. And they, you know, it, it's 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 really I think about again, support, um, you know, and, and knowing people who have been through it and, and know that you're not alone and to keep going again, just don't ever give up. I love it. I love it. Very inspirational. Um, now where can our parents listeners go that want to, I know you gave the website, but let's repeat that. So everyone can make sure they know how to start this program. Yeah. So the first step is to, if you go to my website, naturallyrecoveringautism.com, you can click there on the free food guide, or you can, you can also go to the direct where, and there's a lot of great resources on my website for you. Uh, and then there's the, the link I gave earlier for the, the free food guide is naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods. Uh, I'm also at Facebook at naturally recovering autism. Uh, and Instagram at Recovering Autism. Uh, so there are a lot of uh, a lot of places where you can find me. Um, my website is best. And if you get the free food guide from me, it will put you on my email list. And don't worry, you can unsubscribe at any time if you want to. But uh, I offer value only. And uh, so I do podcasts. I have new resources. I do live events where I teach. Uh, so you'll be uh, become aware of those when they're coming out too, which I think is important as well, because I do want to support you on this journey. Oh, I love it so much. Well, on behalf of all of us that are looking for answers for our kids, 
and for the hope, the knowledge and inspiration. Thank you so much. And I am so thrilled that you were on Mother's Guide Through Autism. And so thank you. I hope you'll come back again with us, update us, let us know how you're doing. And so thank you very much for, for being here. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me and allowing me to share. So more and more people get the help that they need. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. If you like this episode of a mother's guide through autism podcast, please like and subscribe so we can get the message out there to as many parents and moms that we can to help each other out on our autism journey. See you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review and share it on social media. You can download my free guide, Five Things I Wish I Knew Raising My Son with Autism by going to my website, mothersguidethroughautism.com. Also, please join our Facebook group, Mother's Guide Through Autism, for support. I'm sending you all hope and love. Thanks so much for listening.